Welcome to Arcade Attack. A retro gaming podcast for up to four players. Welcome, listeners, to yet another Arcade Attack podcast. Uh, I'm Dylan, I'll be your host for the evening, and I'm with Adrian. I feel like a cupboard. (laughs) (laughs) Part of the furniture. Part of the furniture. He's a cup. Adrian's feeling a bit cupboardy today. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And we're with Rob. No, 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 he's he's like a sink, he's gone, aren't we? Rob. (laughs) With Kev. No, Kev. No, Kev. (laughs) Kev gave away one of our secrets the other day that we that we record podcasts in a bundle. So anyone who listened to last week's podcast <laughs> will know who our last podcaster is. Hello. It's Keith again. I'm back. I'm still here. You're still here on the we'll couch. We'll see how this one goes first as you to whether I return. You haven't moved. You're like I a, haven't moved, no. A flat pack piece of furniture. You might stay around, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it might we'll be see. another... It, your listeners might have to wait another nine podcasts. I might have another hiatus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Keith's on hiatus. Keith had to go on hiatus, but he's back now again. So... What are we going to talk about today? The answer is we really don't know. Do we? Awesome. Really don't know. Because in a Christmas time, was it about Christmas time we did the 100th episode? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. We put out a tweet that asked, we said, okay, we've done 100 podcasts. Have you guys got any ideas as to what we should do? For the next 100. Uh-oh. And it's only taken us half a year and we finally got around to doing one. <laughs> Yes. So, uh, thank you, friend of the show, and also listener of the show, Dan Driver. Uh, you can follow him at was it swoop underscore D and it's swooper D. Uh, so Dan said something along the lines of, so we've paraphrased this slightly. So, uh, he wants to, us to discuss video game and console legacies. Well, more, more about consoles, mm. isn't it really? Um, so what consoles have left behind the biggest legacies yeah. and what current you know future consoles will mm. in however many years time it's a good th- it's a good subject isn't it it's a nice little it's, subject it is tough and, one and i'm curious to do it because i have no idea where this is going to go mm. this yeah. is, i'm i'm so i thought let's let's give it a bit of grounding okay so what does legacy mean thank you internet <laughs> internet says an amount of money or property left to someone in a will. Ooh. <laughs> so what console <laughs> will what represent console will the, the largest money? amount of money or property <laughs> left to someone Probably my in Jaguar CD. It's, Probably. It'd be worth a pretty penny for my, my sons when they're older. 300 quid? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yours is working, isn't it? It's still working. Quid. But it could go up in value, dude. It do. Yeah. There <laughs> you go. So, yeah. And, yeah, inflation and that. So, okay. Um... Also, in the US, a legacy is an applicant to a particular college or university who is regarded (laughs) preferentially because a parent or other relative attended the same institution. Uh, I don't know what console is going to leave behind one of those. Um, In computing, right, this might be, this might be more appropriate. Uh, Denoting or relating to software or hardware that has been superseded but is difficult to replace because of its wide use. 
That's interesting. Mm. That's interesting. But I think it's more to do with something left or handed down by a predecessor. That's a, a legacy. The one. That's yes. the one, isn't it? Um, so now we've got that out of the way. What are your sort of initial <laughs> thoughts? I, I think my consoles. initial thoughts are why have you picked this one? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have to talk about my favourite films for a second because I really like the Creed films. And I think the Creed films wouldn't have existed, obviously, without the Rocky films. So the Rocky films have left a huge a legacy, legacy in passing to the Creed films. Which um, Michael B. Jordan's done a top job on, I think, personally, as, as a Adonis Creed. So I always talk about Rocky when I can. Sorry about that. But that's what I think. You know, Rocky, even in, even in the, the sort of the, the, the scope of the film, he's left a legacy. The boxing legacy is well respected. Yeah. And now he's passing it on to Apollo Creed's son. And, um, yeah. Worth watching, definitely. What makes, I mean, I suppose, okay, we, we're going a slight tangent already in the first five, a couple Sorry. of minutes. Um, but the Rocky films, what, what make, what ensures that they have such a legacy? What, what is it? What is it about them? Time and quality because the, 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 the films span 40 years, I think now. So lifespan. Yep. Quality. Yeah. All right. Okay. Quality and lifespan. Yeah, yeah. I think every film's got its merits, and I just think it's uh, it's built that sort of. It, I don't know. I think film legacies are a bit different to video game legacies. Truthfully, there's a bit of a difference. Yeah. Um, yeah, I do think there is, but but for me, for for the Rocky films, people can relate to them, and they can think, yeah, you know, this is this this can I can inspire. This is a motivational thing for me, for me anyway, at least, and mm-hmm. I, I think that's important. I know yeah. it's a cop out, but the to say it because you can't like quantify it but there's like an intangible quality mm. about the Rocky films mm. Adrian at one point said quality I think we can agree objectively that not all the Rocky films are <laughs> great films <laughs> but there's still something about them yeah. mm-hmm. um, and I, I don't know if that, that when we sort of get onto it I love it actually will there be because something, you know that's kind of something you can probably say about certain consoles a certain mm. um, you know People might use the word magic. A certain yeah. magic about those films or that console or those that game series. Adrian's given me loads of ideas for this podcast already just by talking about rock. Go on, go on. So lifespan yeah. is a really interesting one. Uh-huh. So thinking of consoles with short lifespans. Yep. Couple of couple of your favourite consoles have very short lifespans. <laughs> very short. Yeah. yeah the yeah. Jaguar, what? A mm. couple of years, maybe? A couple of years. At best. Commercially, the Dreamcast, a couple of years. Yeah. Dreamcast, even a couple of years. It was like 18 months, wasn't it? Yeah. Was this Commercially, continued? the Saturn. Sega Saturn. Saturn. A couple of yeah. years. Yeah. 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 We'll put that on e- the back burner. Even the Wii U. I know that's not retro, but that lifespan wasn't ridiculously big, really. Yeah. So those are consoles with short lifespans. Mm. Then the ones with long lifespans... The PS2 that we spoke about last yeah. mm-hmm. week. I was going to say last year, my God. <laughs> last week, uh, 12 years. Master System. Commercial. Um, the yeah. Master System is still going to this day, technically. The Mega Drive <laughs> is still going to this day, technically. Yeah. No, but commercially over here in the, yeah. in, um, in Europe. Mm. The Master System was quite long. It lasted it was. It was about seven, eight years. Eight I think. years, maybe. Um, actually, no, if you think about the early games, 85. Was it as, as a here? Mark III? If I'm cheating here, if you want to cheat a little bit, yeah. So at least so a decade, probably almost mm. a decade for the Master System. Yeah. Uh, the Mega Drive again was about a decade. Well, the the, the NES, NES, the NES. Mm-hmm. First, you know, if you think the it NES started as the Famicom in in Japan in mm. early eighties, 
yeah. before it took off in the US. Yeah. And again, they were probably still making games up to about 93, 94. Yeah, mid 90s. I don't know when it was. I don't want to disagree with you too much because we're friends, but you, you <laughs> said that time span might equal legacy, and I'm gonna, I, but for consoles, maybe not. I still think there's some consoles. I'm asking the question. I didn't necessarily Ooh. think that. All okay. I've done there is all. All I'm doing is asking the question. Yeah, I didn't just, hear no bell. Yeah, <laughs> true. Yeah. Ding ding. Yeah, yeah. No, because I was going to say even the Wii U, which I know is not retro. I know, I know, but it without the Wii U, the Switch wouldn't have come about. Hundred percent. Mm-hmm. So. The Wii U was not a great success, even though I like the console, but it still left its own kind of legacy in its own funny little way, I think. Going back to your favourite console, yeah. I, think it, I think we can agree it's your favourite console, <laughs> Yeah, the Atari Jaguar. I do love it, yeah. What kind of legacy do you think that's left? Um, it's a good question. Or really. is it more of a relic? Mm, I, <laughs> I wouldn't say it's a relic. <laughs> I'm just asking the question. It's, I don't necessarily think these it's things. It's one of the first consoles, I think, that really tried to embrace 3D graphics, you know, properly, you yeah. know? It it, it's, it doesn't sometimes look pretty in the eye now. It hasn't aged particularly Cybermorph. well. Cybermorph. Um, but it, it really did start the ball rolling with 3D, I think, properly. It did? Are those Iron Soldier games, right? Iron Soldier are very good games. Um, there's quite a, about more than half the games are 3D based, I think, on the Jagger, truthfully. Mm-hmm. I'd say. It's just a hazard of a guess. Um, so it's not perfect. And don't forget... The joypad, revo- <laughs> the joypad revolutionized things. Boom. <laughs> the amount of buttons available. Every, every joypad's got a D-pad now, isn't it? And, well, and those, the weird inlays. 20 buttons at the bottom. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, we joke about it. Yeah. We really do joke about it. It's not a D-pad, it. but it's kind of. But it was the, the, the numeric pad. Yeah, the rest of one. Yeah. That kind of, I want to say, I want to say innovation, right? That kind of innovation yeah. is sort of evident in the Wii U and things, you know. Of that ilk, so yeah. it's taking stuff that's not really standard yeah. control pads. Mm-hmm. Um, is it fodder? Is it still classed? I'm not being funny. It will mm. sound like I'm being funny. It's going to come across. Is isn't it? it still innovation if it's a failed idea? I think it is. Uh, is it it, for is some it games still we... innovative if you invent something that doesn't work and people don't like? No, I'm not saying it's not forward thinking mm. and it's not creative and. But it, is it still? Cl- I'm, I'm just. Uh, I'm just asking the question. It's is innovation. it still innovation? Yeah. If like the Jaguar controller is a joke, and the Wii U was uh, what? It, well, you see, I was going to say innovative. It was a new idea mm-hmm. with the the handheld controller mm-hmm. with the screen and everything. If you're but talking it didn't literally, really work. If is you're it, talking is it, literally, is it, then no, because to yeah. innovate, is, it makes something better. Isn't that's it? what I mean. That's right. That's what I'm getting. Well, at. okay, fair enough. Is it still innovative? What that's that, what I'm not being funny. Memory pad did, mm. and you said about in the Doom podcast, mm. is that it gives that kind of instant accessibility oh, a yeah. numeric keypad on a keyboard or something would have with. Yeah, you know, you sw- you're switching your weapons and things. A lot of the criticisms about Doom on consoles is that you have to cycle through weapons. It's yep. not just like you don't just press a. Um, a number to get your BFG out or uh. to get your chainsaw out, et cetera, et cetera. You can do that on the Jaguar. Yeah. You can do that on the Jaguar gamepad, whereas you can't do it on a uh, Saturn gamepad. Yeah. You can't do it on a PS1 gamepad. So it's innovation. It's not Yeah, but then you use, you use your shoulder buttons instead. So, so ah. But so then you still have to cycle through. You still have to go through mm. your small gun, shotgun, everything oh, yeah, you to don't get to the PFG. Yeah, sorry, you don't have either, yeah, 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 you yeah. don't have the yeah. instant kind yeah. of the, the weapon instantly at, at your disposal. But mm-hmm. then again, talking about legacy, mm-hmm. is the legacy, because Jaguar was what, 93 when it came out? I believe so, yeah. Mm-hmm. The failure of that, that controller yeah. 
led to the Saturn controller, which is still one of the best controllers of all time, and the PlayStation controller, the shape of which is still pretty much the same as ever. They saw that that didn't work. They decided, we'll use use shoulder buttons. Mm. You can cycle through. No, it's not the same as the PC, but Mm. it's more ergonomic. It works better. So by, do you you see what I mean? It is a legacy of the failure of other people's ideas that you come up, that then other people come up with a different solution. There's a business term for that. I might have mentioned it in the Saturn pod, but it's called second mover advantage. When you see, when you see someone fail and you respect them, but you think, that's a good idea. We could do better. Mm -hmm. Um, First mover advantage. Or you're is, letting is someone well. else make the mistake. Exactly. Yeah. So in business, you can have first mover advantage, but second mover advantage is usually better because you 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 see what's great, but mm. what's wrong, and you you iron out the mistakes mm. of your competitors. And the Jaguar, you know, they they tried a lot of things, didn't all work. Let's be honest. Um, would I call it a legacy? Leaving a legacy, that's a that's a bold claim. Mm. A legacy console. I think there's only a, a very small selection you can put in that bracket. Personally, we'll get to those. Yeah, yeah. We'll get to so those. you know, I love the Jaguar. It's I would I call it a legacy console. Mm, it's yes and no. There's little bits I probably would, but it wouldn't be up there in the top in my eyes. There's bits and bobs I quite respect about it though. I know that was very hard for you to say. Yeah, it was through gritted teeth. <laughs> <I don't remember. laughs> Appreciate your honesty. Yeah. Let's go to the other one then, the Dreamcast. Yeah, yeah. So what? Yeah, not even two years. Even two years old. Dreamcast is now quite... that I mm. think I think the Dreamcast has substantial legacy. You look at its following now. Yeah. Mm. You know all of these Dreamcast groups. Yeah. There's still Dreamcast blogs. People, you know, still making vlogs and videos on their stuff. But look at the actual console. Look at the net capabilities yeah. mm-hmm. of the console it was way ahead of the time yeah. and it was it, it it's it the core of it is what gaming is now online game online, online multiplayer yeah. multiplayer gaming was yeah the ps2 had a few you know had had a bit of not to the same extent though everyone anyone would would you know mm. would, would no, argue. and the dreamcast came first and the Dreamcast came first, so I did that first. Yeah. And even I mean, the little... see, I look in there, I mean, the little white box is on my shelf. Mm. Four controller ports. Yeah. Four controller and ports. And there's a little, that, just that little grey bit of right in the front, that's a little Windows logo. Oh yeah, it's got, um, it's got yeah. a keyboard, isn't it? You can chuck a keyboard on it. Well, yeah, but it's, what's it, what is it, Dil? I can't read it. Is it Windows ME? I can't know, Why are you reading that? <laughs> Why are you reading in front of my console? <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it on the back then? Windows CE. Windows CE. There you go. I think that says Windows CE. Yeah. So it's got Windows on it. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I mean, there you go. It's completely balmy, isn't it? Yeah. But again, it's something now that, it, that's complex. What's that bit? They put, is it the VMU? What's that bit you chucked the in? The VMU into the, the VMU. controller. That yeah. was oh. that was innovative, wasn't See, it? See, without going off onto like Dreamcasts, yeah. like loving. Mm-hmm. I mean that that what that was it that was innovative. Did that catch on? No. I mean, I kind of expected actually at some point for game controllers as a standard to have a little screen. Yeah. Because mm. they were great. Like when you play Code Veronica. Yeah. You don't have to go into the menu to see your health. That's yeah. great. You go it's down on the screen and there's the little could, heart monitor. Mm-hmm. Could you? Boom, boom, fine. Maybe I'm clutching at the straws, but do you not think maybe 
the inlays of the Jaguar co- uh, controllers kind of led to that a little bit, kind of that sort of additional information, additional help. Possibly. Keith's screwing his face up. I mean, <laughs> Keith's face right now. Screw face. Like, don't be ridiculous. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows, eh? We'll never know. <laughs> Again, though, that, that innovate, like the whole thing of you have your memory card and you plug it in the controller. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't catch on. It was a new idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. PlayStation stuck with the standard. I love the card in the I've slot. got like the I've got about a million. Awesome. I've got about a million in my drawer at yeah. home. I just love like every time you put a new game in, it shows yeah. a little graphic on That's it. Great. Uh, I all all the batteries in mine are knackered, so I can't play the little individual games yeah, on them. But you have the yeah. little yeah. the little games on them, and <laughs> that's innovation. That that's okay. No one's really taken that is you know that mm. exactly forward, but it's something that the Dreamcast has written. I suppose it's about writing things in video game history, isn't mm. it? So the Dreamcast the first, has written yeah. the VMU. It's written sort of net play. Yeah. Um, and even arcade perfect games, you know, really. Well, yeah, it's, that, there's that was something a thing. about the video output as well on them. I think they someone, pi- I think they still look great. Scott on a seven twenty, on a seven twenty p HD telly, which mm. is ridiculous. When you consider uh, when, I, I, when you consider that they're built for CRTs. Yeah, and yeah, they and actually, oh my you don't, God, it looks. I mean, you can upgrade incredible. them. I mean, you can do, you can do a hell of a lot of things with Dreamcast now. Yeah. But you can upgrade it to HDMI. But I don't think you need to. Oh, look, that Dreamcast plugged into my CRT. If you play Soul Calibur now, mm. your eyes would be crying with joy. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it, and that's beautiful. a great example of a game that still looks beautiful. Uh, it's yeah. funny actually. You say that talking about legacies and stuff. When the Mega Drive first came out. Mm. Genesis in in America before the SNES came along. Sega's big po- like selling point was the arcade experience coming yeah. home, and it wasn't until it, obviously we got arcade ports on the Saturn yeah. that were just ever so slightly lacking. Yeah, um, still love them, but yeah. and then but the, the Dreamcasts, even though it was like a failed console and they, they gave up on it so soon, that was the moment. That they actually reached that for real. They reached yeah. it. They that was like, the moment is, where this is arcade. Yes, this version no. of Crazy Taxi is pretty. This is arcade perfect because mm, the yeah. architecture of the Dreamcast is so close to the Naomi arcade board at the yeah. time. It's almost it's, and it's just funny. That's that was their selling point for such a long time. Yeah. They finally reached it for real with the Dreamcast. Yeah, and yeah. then yeah, and that was it. It's a bit of a. Um, it's a bit of a time capsule for for arcade games, isn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah. So if yeah. someone... I mean, you can... The MAME stuff is not amazing on emulators, let's be honest. Mm. But if you just wanted arcade perfect ports of, say, you know, some of Sega's best games, yeah. that's what that's the kind of legacy that a Dreamcast leaves yeah. behind. 18 months of console leaves, you know, that kind of legacy. Mm. So, time not, span, so it's not always about time span. No, no I think we've... Sort of foot, try to put that. I don't to know. It's it's hard though because, like you say, about it's about leaving a mark on history. That, but then, really, every console has left a mark. Well, let's, let's on, start with on one of our history, sort of oldest favourite ones, um, the NES, the NES. Oh, that's got to be going back to what I said before about there's only a handful of legacy consoles. Yeah, that has to, that has to be one. So, doesn't yeah. it? preceding it, influence and yeah, preceding it, the Atari, yeah, a bit before our time, truthfully, yeah, the yeah. Atari twenty six hundred yeah. and the Atari 
7200? Yeah, I, I still remember playing that around someone's house, um, an old family friends, and it still yeah. blew me away playing Pitfall and stuff. So, that's the thing, right? So, mm. that, the, those Atari consoles established screen to screen, you know, stuff like Pitfall mm-hmm. and Adventure and, it, you know, that, that actually created genres of games. Yeah, 100%. Those consoles. Like, that's the kind of legacy that they leave. And I think any kind of retro gamer can respect that. It doesn't matter how old you are. Yeah. But oh, they yeah. were also responsible, partly, maybe mostly some people say, for the video game crash. Yeah. Some might even play, uh, blame an alien as well that came down to Earth. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> E.T. <laughs> right. So, yeah, yeah the, the E.T. story is fabled. Yeah, it's it's, it's a fabled story. How would Warshaw, did he, did he agree to a Q&A with us? Like, um... He did, but he hasn't got back years to me. Ago. This was years ago. I might. Why not? I sent him another email. Little reminder. What do you I reckon? I think so because <laughs> yeah, um, he's he's often maligned, but he's a legend. He's a legend. Oh yeah, and he's done a lot of things. And what he achieved in such you know programming on that thing mm-hmm. in such a short time. But these are the kind of stories. So that that, that legacy, the kind of yeah. you know the architecture for well the Atari succeeding brand. consoles. Yeah, the Atari brand is a legacy in itself. I think because it is yeah. one of the first companies in the video game industry wasn't it yeah not the first mm. but one of the main players yeah you had like the mm. magnavox odyssey and other things mm. around the time didn't you uh but atari was um made it mainstream the didn't vectrex it, i think people are really getting back into now because people are doing like homebrew like gorgeous yeah they're pretty sought after mm. aren't they the vectrex yeah um but yeah though that mm-hmm. you know from that time that actually you know, it was mm-hmm. it, you know it laid the foundations for for video gaming, the NES then brought it back. I think. Oh yeah, you know it was the the console that saved that saved video games. I wonder. We, yeah, it's interesting. If Nintendo didn't come in, would would it be Sega's playground? Would they done it, or who would who knows what would happen if? I don't think Sega would have come into it proper mm. unless Nintendo were about really because they realised that Nin- this, this is an industry that can be resurrected. Possibly, yeah, Nintendo yeah. showed that this can be a lucrative if done right. If given the seal of quality and actually having these things vetted, yep. you know, these things, it, it can actually work. And then, you know, Sega kept improving, improving until they got to the Mega Drive. I mean, the Master System was a relative success over here, but yeah, yeah, true. not worldwide, not in the States, mm-hmm. like, like the Mega Drive slash Genesis was. Yep. Um, but then there's, yeah, the control pad. The so control set, pad. Sort of set standards. Set standard, mm. like, you know, yeah, you got D-pad directional. on the left. Yep. Buttons, buttons on, on the, the right. right. Also, light gun as well. I don't know if it was light the first gun? light gun ever. I don't think it was actually, was it? I think they tried some other light gun things before. Yeah. That. It was the first one that worked with any kind of real accuracy. <laughs> the first one you could shoot ducks, at least, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Without having to tape things to your telly and, yeah. you know, do all this other thing. Yeah, it just, it yeah it, it just worked out the box. You plugged it into the console yeah. and yeah. pointed it at the TV. Yeah. It's the Zapper, wasn't it? The Nintendo one? I think it was, yeah. I'll give you that. Zapper. Yeah. Was it? It was. I've forgotten what it's actually called. Oh, well, that's, uh, that's, am I wrong? The Nez That'd be terrible yeah, that if we didn't know right. that. It is, isn't it? And then obviously the, the Master System had the light face. There's up. people at home shouting at us now <laughs> saying, You fools! You guys don't know anything about Nintendo in this. <laughs> no, they probably won't. Yes. No, <laughs> I'm sure it's the Zapper. Yeah, the grey and orange guy. Oh. Yeah. I don't know if they originated that technology, but they definitely perfected it. So, mm. yeah, it oh, flashes. It brilliant. Well, that's, it flashes yeah. that screen, doesn't yeah. it? When in, you in pull that the trigger, it flashes. And yeah. it picks up, exactly. Yeah, that's so. argue, arguably legacy um, brackets in my eyes. 
yeah. innovation definitely in that sort of forefront, isn't it? Mm-hmm. The NES, I mean, NES games, because they're duller than a lot of other 8-bit stuff at the time, they don't look as impressive when mm. you, when you see in screenshots and things. And, you know, younger retro gamers will be like, why the hell do you like this, this console? Because it was so, hum- it was so massive. Yeah. It was a phenomenon, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. With yeah. the control pad and the light phaser. Um, maybe not Rob, Rob the robot. Maybe not <laughs> oh, so much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> maybe not so much. Not so um, much. no but, power gloves, <laughs> but <laughs> power glove. <laughs> <laughs> but again, power glove is something about motion. It's true. Motion gaming, yeah, isn't it? it? Was so even though it didn't work, <laughs> kind of, yeah. <laughs> over that. It was still about you know motion and using the human true. body to yeah. try and affect affect things on the screen. So mm. this is up. If we, yeah, I would say it's it's a potentially legacy um, creating console. I mean, it's I the, think it is without question. If we, yeah. if we were if we were American, it mm. wouldn't even be up for debate. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. I think you, you've got to, yeah. So, we'll yeah, put the NES. Should we put the NES in then? The legacy bucket. We'll I, didn't, chuck it in I didn't know we were creating a bucket full of <laughs> legacy consoles, but yeah, let's bucket chuck it in. Legacy. Let's chuck it in. So, yeah. it's, it's Sega competitor then. Yeah. The Master System. Would you say that's left much of a legacy? It has for me. Ooh, interesting. And you? Yeah. I wouldn't be. And I wouldn't have become a gamer probably without the Master <laughs> System. <laughs> and every Tom, Dick and Harry in, in Brazil as well, to be and, fair. And the entirety of Brazil. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, because the Master System was the first, and I've said many times in this podcast, <laughs> first console I ever owned. What's the first game you played again? <laughs> oh, it's a stop it. That's a drinking game. Drink <laughs> down, down. No, it. I mean, in the same, but that's the thing, in the same way that I would think the NES, or the NES, because a lot mm. of them don't like NES in America, um, left a legacy for a generation of kids in America. Mm. The Master System did in, in Great Britain and Europe. And Europe and Brazil to this day. And Brazil, you know, families who can't afford PS4s and that can yeah. still get yeah. Must System. And there's well, that, that yeah, I mean that really that whole that it's that incredible story they obviously talked about on the Master System podcast. Mm. The fact that it's still mm. available in Brazil and is that that option for people on low income and stuff like that? That's brilliant. Yeah, what a brilliant. great legacy that is. That is that's, that's a, true. That's a fun, and he swore then that is that when you think about it that is a that's such a great alright it failed compared to Nintendo console at the time Mm. what a brilliant legacy yeah the the, the people that that not necessarily Sega themselves but even just the Sega employees that were behind that console at the time to hear that news now and to think wow that you know that's yeah the tech toy is still making it that's great I love that yeah yeah All right. So that's the kind of legacy, but then that's that's a yeah. legacy. it's a different kind of legacy, isn't yeah. it? So it's like the NES innovated, mm. you know, again, it improved on the foundations from Atari and that, but the master system is maybe a little bit by chance, something that, that people can still afford today if they're, you know, if they just want video games and, and yeah, they can't shell yeah. out for the, you know, I think that's brilliant. the big things. So, yeah. Yeah. The bucket's there, Keith. Are you chucking it in? Well, my master's is there. Yeah. I'll put it in gently, yeah. <laughs> chucking in the master's system. <laughs> gently place it. Well, like place in the master's system. Um, all right, then. So moving on to... Actually, before I go to 16, 16 bit stuff, they're kind of the bridging console that a lot of people <laughs> talking, are talking about now, right now, and a lot of people want yeah. to own. Yeah. And I really come into, come into, you know, come to grips with is the PC engine. Yeah. The Turbo Graphics. Yeah. What about that? I know little about this console, but I know 
that it tried a lot of new stuff, which I don't know what it is. Tell me, Dylan. <laughs> uh, it had, um, had the word turbo. Had the word turbo in the title. Because well, I've, I, you know, I've only played them at Expo. I've only yeah. played them in emulation, and it, it's an odd thing because it's it's like a half eight bit, half sixteen bit console, isn't it? Yeah, I've forgotten. Oh, I learned this the other day. They marketed it as a sixteen bit console, but they it, did. I, but something in it. And also the name as well, because in America it was the TurboGrafx-16. Yeah, that's it, TurboGrafx-16. But really it was an 8-bit. There was something in the architecture that didn't quite bring it up to 16-bit, and I've forgotten what it is. Anyway, so Mm. that's why I say it's the bridging console, because a lot of the games, a lot of the games that you'll see on it that are also 16-bit games, they don't, they look different on the PC Engine. Yeah. Yeah. They're not, they don't have as much, you know, the animation's Mm. not quite there, but it's, they're fascinating. Oh looking, yeah, it's looking at PC I mean, Engine I, I games. I don't really even remember hearing about it much when we were kids. I, it was only in CVG. Like when when I used to read CVG, they used to have a bit of a PC Engine section yeah. in there. Yeah, but because I said it was a PC Engine in Japan and Europe, mm-hmm. and in America it was Turbo Graphics. Yeah, am I right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you can get you'd have to get if you get a PC Engine, you just step down, convert. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, otherwise bad things will happen. Um, but yeah, so that is, there you, go. you know, but, but, blah, blah, blah. What kind of legacy does that console leave? It's a good console, but does it actually leave a legacy? What, what is, you know, if people are going, going back through video game in history, mm. what kind of, what would they say about the PC engine? It wasn't quite a 16 bit console. Mm. Um, just behind you, Dylan, there's a bucket that says respected. But not legacy. <laughs> <laughs> it is, isn't it? it? I've got a funny feeling that the PC Engine's time is yet to come. Oh, okay. I feel like the more that people kind of get them from Japan and the more we learn about them they're in not the Western cheap. world. They're, they're not, not cheap. cheap. They're not cheap. But they had, um, you said what, what else do they do? Uh, they have a CD system. Mm, Turbo Duo. The Turbo, the Turbo Duo was it called? Well, that's what it was called. Or CD it? Squared or something, wasn't it? CD Again, squared, maybe it was the Turbo Duo in America because it was Turbo Graphics. It's stuff. got a nice way of hooking it around. So rather than the Mega CD and the Mega Drive and stacking it, and it had this kind of like little like clippy insert thing that you had to put the small console and the CD drive, in, um, mm. the CD drive in. Uh, Egan, our friend Simon Locke on Twitter, fixes a lot of these. And if you go through his timeline and see his little logs, mm-hmm. they're beautiful to look at. Yeah. And some of the games look amazing. The pixel art of them is fantastic. But what graphic, what sort of console would you say that I would know well? Sort of, it's uh, just shy of a Mega Drive. I think. R- yeah, yeah, okay. So it's not, but it has it's a, a Mega Drive. A Mega Drive. Like a Mega Drive. Yeah, but it it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> We like it. Just keep it coming. Keep it coming. Sorry, Keith. It, it, it doesn't look... If you're going to be objective about it... Whether I come back for the next podcast is in the balance. <laughs> jokes. If you're going to be objective about it, the PC Engine games that also exist on the Mega Drive don't yeah. look quite up there, but they have this kind of gorgeous other look. I can't quite, I can't quite explain it. People at home who've, who've seen this know what I'm talking about. Well, it's kind of, it's like you say, it's kind of in between. Like Street Fighter 2 is a better, prime example. It's better than, better looking than the Master System, but not as good looking as the Mega Drive. Yeah, but it's it has a, a certain allure now. And I think that's going to be born out in the next few years. The more that, like I said, that we, that 
uh, our guys kind of get into the PC engine and that. It's not got quite a legacy with us at the moment. I think mm. that's what we'd say. Um, but there is scope to go into the legacy. I bucket. think anything, anything that's got any kind of mystique, yeah. no, cause it, it's, people love collecting those who cards, don't they? Yeah. And people, and the artwork's very nice, especially because mm. it's Japanese games. Yeah. I think a lot of the things that had a mystique, are like, yeah. for example, like Japanese Saturn collecting, yeah. more and more people have got mm. into that mm. because the Saturn was so successful in Japan. It's fairly easy to do. Yeah. With the PC engine. They are a little harder to come by. The games are a little harder because so it has that kind of allure and that. Yeah. So I think yeah, it will probably be a big one. I want to play the PC Engine because one of the games I do know of that's on it is called Keith Courage in Alpha Zone, <laughs> <laughs> and there are not many, if any, games. Your middle with name is my Courage. Name, isn't it? My middle name is Courage. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I can't think of any other games with my name in the title. So uh, I will. I will one just game. for that. Listeners, we want. <laughs> Actually, all three of us don't have many video game characters, have we? No. Oh. Is there a Dylan? Oh, they, they, wasn't it, isn't Dylan in one of the Dino Crisis sequels? <laughs> yes, Dino Crisis 2. Yes. Wait, what's that game where Kev's a character in it? Do you remember that? Is it Call of Duty or something? Something called Kevin. Kev. Kevin Leggett, Kevin remember? Leggett. <laughs> I shouldn't what? say surname. <laughs> it yeah. could have been Call of Duty. There's someone, I think he's got a character <laughs> named after him, basically. <laughs> Coincidentally. Oh, dear. Anyway, sorry, yeah. Anyway, that's, that's why I want to play one. But yeah. yeah, I think you're onto something in terms of it becoming more more sought after. And I think so. I think its legacy is still to be found. I think um, it's not greatly revolutionary. No. I don't think as a console. Um, I don't think it's one. It's not like with some consoles as well. You can just say, oh, well, that one was a big success and that was a commercial failure. Mm. I don't really know what sort of expectations were for it at the time. Mm. Yeah. Did it do what they expected it to? Because NEC, NEC, what they expected it to do in America? Did it do what it was expected to do in Japan in terms yeah. of sales? So we don't even know. Yeah, they put their neck how on the was, line. How it was? Mm. T- we can't, we can't sit here and say, oh, it was a flop, or you know, yeah. it was a big. Success. We don't even know. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. things like the three D O. Um, yeah, oh, the three D O. Yeah, the Philips as well, CDI as well, the CDI because oh, yeah. that was that was. DVD player, wasn't it? Or multimedia, at least, wasn't it? Well, it was a mul- they're all CD, CD, CD multi- CD, but they had like VCDs, didn't they? I think they yes. deserve a bit more respect. That sounds a bit... <laughs> VCDs. VCD. VCD. Don't want to catch that. No, but they weren't particularly successful, but at least they tried something a bit different. They wanted to be not just a games console, well, a multimedia were, platform. They were trying to take the ne- that next step, yeah. weren't they? Um, so you'd say their legacy is trying to innovate in the CD kind of area, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. Yeah? Right. Yeah. CDI, I mean, there's no real reason to own a CDI. I kind of want one. Is that weird? (laughs) I don't think there's any games worth playing on it, whereas the 3DO for me is like this itch that won't go away. Yeah. People keep saying, don't buy one. It's not worth it. There's only about five or six good games. It's like a better Mega CD. I want to play Demolition Man so badly. I know, right? (laughs) I've got the same itch, but for the CD32, I have to say. Have you? Yeah. See, I look at that, but it's just... Too expensive. I know. That's it's my problem, yeah. Because like I'm like, I'm never going to get an Amiga and a load of floppy disks. But that's kind of like the next best thing. Mm. But it's so expensive. I know, right? But with the 3DO, it's like, mm, they're it's going up and up in price as well, 3DOs. Yeah. What would Demolition um, Man do? He would, he would grab one now. He'd just do it. He would do it. Send a maniac to catch a maniac. No, he'd go back in. No, he'd freeze himself. That wouldn't really help because the prices are going up. That wouldn't really help him, would it? If he froze himself now. No, no. <laughs> he won't go back in time. <laughs> yeah, 
Bad move, bad move. But yeah, I mean, people said for that, you've got that Road Rash, Need for Speed. Yeah. Um, the, f- the first Madden 3DO game is supposed to be brilliant. You know, right. that was the start. And even Street Fighter is a brilliant conversion. It's a good version of Street yeah. Fighter. But like, outside the kind of handful, there's not really a lot. Yeah, just that voice. Right, it has, yeah, it's got that kind of, that's got that again, that's got that kind of allure. I never played one before. I didn't know it doesn't leave a one. legacy though, isn't it? It's more mm. of an allure, isn't yeah. it? If you look talking Can about. Can I chuck a cat amongst the pigeons? Yeah. In the early 90s, um, I used to go to my friend Adam's house quite a lot and he, and he was like, oh, my, my dad's out. Let's go on his computer and play some games. Like, okay. Yeah. Brilliant. Let's play some video games. Yeah. But it was a, it was a PC in the early nineties. It wasn't made for games. No. Right. So you had things like Missile, Missile Command, which is a good game. Yeah. But it was game. not really. Chopper. Like... I think he had even Duke Nukem, the first one. I think that's when I first played All it. Right. So oh, the, good the platformer. games. Yeah. The platform. Yeah. yeah. The original. Good games. But then I was like, I've got an Amiga at home. Yeah, your Amiga's yeah. better. <laughs> and obviously Adam came to my house as well. I was like, well, I think he really wanted an Amiga. I don't want to put words in his mouth, but it was like, yeah, it's not quite the same. But I, I actually think the Amiga is a legacy machine purely because would PC gaming exist right now without the Amiga as being that bridge gap? Oh, no, because, yeah, because mm. we spoke about it in the Amiga podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it showed that computers could be just as good, if not better, than console gaming. Yeah, because so, yeah. the architecture is, you know, yeah. it's all, again, that, that laid... The, the Amiga's legacy is that modern PCs follow its, 100%. follow its architecture. Yeah. Before PCs couldn't do half the things. Without the Amiga, it'd be really interesting to know, would we have proper hardcore PC gaming? Probably, but I don't think it'd be as quite as advanced as it is now. That's my guess. Uh-huh. Would you yeah. agree, Dills? Yeah, I'd agree with you. So, I see that legacy bucket. The Amiga's in there. The Amiga's in there. Uh, it's a very wacky in there. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. We were saying consoles, but we'll we'll go with it as a computer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, then. So moving on to the, I think we're going to need like a drum rather than a bucket. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's pretty overflowed now. Full up yeah, it's pretty full. <laughs> I'm moving on to the because we mentioned lifespan and kind of I'm trying yeah. to I'm trying to pick out consoles with short lifespans. The other thing you said there was quality. Yeah. Oh yeah. We're going to our sort of our our golden era of yeah. gaming, <laughs> the 16-bit era proper. Super Nintendo, yeah. Mega Drive, oh, Genesis. Yeah. What kind of legacy do those two leave? <sighs> yeah, no, it's, it's such a stupid question, isn't it? If you're thinking about consoles that leave legacies, mm. yeah, you've got the NES. Yeah. Okay, to a degree, you've got the Master System. These two consoles here, they, um, they just evolved things, and they just took the rule books, ripped it up, and said, look, we can do better than this. And they just showed that you can play unbelievably good games at home, mm-hmm. pick up and play, really just amazing graphics at the time, you know, just oozing good good times, mm-hmm. you know, that's my that's my take on it. Both so those what consoles, sets them yeah. Apart? I mean, yeah, we know the quality yeah. of the consoles, we know the quality of the games. They're not so far advanced from the PC engine. They're not so far advanced from the Amiga 500. I've got what? a theory. I've got a theory. What? Go on. Making a game on the Amiga is relatively cheap. So you can... you know, I'm, What I'm saying is it's easy to put on a disc, bish, bash, bosh. Yeah. But making a game on a cartridge is expensive. So if you're going to make a game on a cartridge, it has to be brilliant. So therefore, you've got to make sure these games on the Mega Drive and SNES are a certain quality or it's a waste of time and you're going to waste a lot of money. There have been some awful games on yeah, the SNES. There's a lot of crap on the Mega Drive. Yeah, I can attest to that. 
All right, so maybe even my... by Sega and Nintendo themselves. Yeah. Okay, so my my theory is poo pooed. No, but I like it. No, <laughs> I like it's it. a good theory. I like what you're thinking it's a good because theory. the whole quality aspect, isn't mm. it? Like, does quality ensure that a console will leave a legacy? It's not, you know. <laughs> but the Mega Drive was a fantastic console. Yeah, it had expansion ports that allowed for. The Mega CD peripheral. It did. So you didn't have to just... You Actually, the cartridges got bigger. They did. They started mm. as, what, 8 megabit or something, and then... Yeah, what was Super Street Fighter 2? Oh, it was ridiculous. Was it was something that I don't even think should have been able to be handled. It was like 24 or something. Was it? Was it More than 24. Big, I think, was it bigger than that? Ooh, I don't know. I think it was so 24, 24 top megabit cartridges. cartridges. Yeah, and, and a lot of the early games were yeah, maybe like 4 meg or 8 meg cartridges. Yeah. yeah. So it expanded, same with the SNES, so mm. with the Super FX chip, and you had all of these kind of <clears throat> well, progressions in mm. cartridge-based gaming, yeah. and yeah, the Mega Drive did say, okay, well, you know, we'll have a CD-based storage system on there as well, and the Mega CD, what kind of legacy does the Mega CD, the Mega CD, right, mm. I think has some really good games on it, at the time it was derided. It was, mm. wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It, it was a bit lasted, of a joke, to be honest. Did it even last a couple of years? I don't even think it yeah. lasted a couple of years. It, yeah. it was a long time after its original release that we got it over here, I think. Yeah. At least a year. Yeah. But like Tom Kalinske says, ex-CEO of Sega of America, he said it was a necessary step in gaming. Mm. So the Mega CD's legacy is that it yeah. sort of was that first proper step into CD-based gaming, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. First recognized one commercially as well. Yeah. Commercial success. Does commercial success lead to a console being said to have left a legacy? In a way, because if the more homes a console has found itself, its way into, mm-hmm. yeah. the more of a legacy it's going to leave. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because I was thinking about like it the other get, day. Going back to PS2 or but yeah. even Mega Drive and Super Nintendo, the pri- the, they were realistically priced so they it was they were accessible yeah most people mm. could afford them yeah um and yeah by virtue of the fact they sold millions and millions they do leave a legacy because we all remember them yeah, yeah. and we all and they first brought years. arcade games really arcade conversions yeah. i mean there were arcade conversions on 8 bit but they were nowhere near the yeah. arcade so i don't think sales figures guarantee a legacy but they don't, they certainly help you know, like more people help. that have played your console. Yeah, yeah true. Yeah. I've got an interesting point, and it's—I it, feel a bit bad saying this because I do actually like this console. Uh, but the Wii, it was so innovative when it first came out. It brought families into the games. It, it was motion sensors. Mm-hmm. People could get up and play proper games, and you know, if the whole family got involved. Grandma got up and playing some tennis. Yeah. Don't no, get me wrong. I, I have a very big soft spot for the Wii. I think it's a great console. Oh yeah. But could you argue it hasn't left that much of a legacy purely because it's not really being used anymore? No, I think it, it was, like, yeah. like you said, everything you just said was true. It was groundbreaking. I think all yeah. of us have had loads of fun with the Wii, yeah. Yeah. with the motion control thing. But I think in the end, it proved to be a bit of a fad. Not the console mm. itself, but the notion of... Short-lived. Yeah. The Wii and then obviously the, uh, the Xbox Kinect thing. Yeah. I didn't have it, but I know someone who did and... Um, yeah. when it first came out, it was great fun. Yeah, it's five minutes, and then you want to sit, <laughs> and then you want to sit back down with your controller and play a game normally. Yeah, um, it's so a lifespan. Lifespan isn't an issue if 
mm. what it leaves behind isn't a fad. Mm. If it's a fad, mm. I think it's funny though, isn't it? But I can, yeah. I can very clearly imagine in even only 10, 15 years time, people going back to that. And yeah. having a bit, playing a bit of wee bowling. Yeah. And being like, oh, this is good fun. I don't, yeah. Do you know what I mean? In, but in a nostalgic way. Because I think fad's a little bit harsh. I think the, I, I'm kind of backtracking a bit now because I think the wee's not a fad, but. No, I didn't mean the I'm console surprised it hasn't left such a big legacy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised. I would know, you know, things like the Motion Plus Skyward Sword. Loved it. You know, you, you, you swing around your wee remote, you're actually using it as a sword. Um, I'm kind of surprised that wasn't the future for all consoles, but I kind of get why it wasn't as well. I, you know, it's an interesting one. It's not gone away completely if you look at PSVR. Yeah, um, oh, with that's the, true. The move controllers for yeah, the PlayStation, yeah. they yeah. work in, you know, that's, you do, you know, you use that as your gun. Yeah, because the move controls are PS3 thing, right? Yes. And the camera. Yeah. yeah. So it took it pretty much, it took the baton from the Wii straight away yeah. kind of thing. So, yeah, true. So yeah, it passed on that. But they didn't really do anything with it. Not until on the PS3. Uh, no, until the, the VR came uh-huh. along. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, oh, actually, we could use that. We can that. marry the, all of this yeah. up, and this mm. actually works now, as a thing. So, again, yeah. it's maybe part of... That's that's where that's gone now. I yeah. mean, people's interest maybe moved on mm. to the VR and how that technology can work in that True. space. Um, yeah. So, yeah. you could say... There we go. So, we've kind Is of that part that. of the Wii's legacy with the There you go. So, the Wii yeah. has that... I think that's a valid... That's a valid legacy bin... Yeah, qualification. Yeah, it's harsh on the on the Wii because the games are going the same way as the PS2. Yeah, they don't cost anything. Mm. People don't buy them like you just see like you go to like secondhand game shops now, just round full of no yeah. one's buying Wii stuff. Yeah, no one wants to get their Wii out anymore. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> no, but, no, but <laughs> it's one of those consoles that most households in the UK, I'm sure, lots of countries bought. It's got, it's got again. They played it for about four or five months. Yeah, then it's. Even Put my away. grand, even my grandmother-in-law has one. Well, the Wii in this even house belongs to my girlfriend. It's not mine. Mm. There you go. And is it, she a gamer? Nope. It could have been like I know there's there's a lot of girl gamers out there. I'm sure there's some girl gamers oh, listening course, to us right now. Course, yeah. Um, but it 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 appealed to girl non-gamers. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, well, that wasn't yeah, a, you know. a sexist thing. But my grandmother is not a gamer. One. But we, my grandmother-in-law has one. Yeah, and she's it's desperate to beat when we bowling. Just a minute. Oh, she's so angry. I'm just. You know. <laughs> ah, your your grandmother-in-law? Did you yes. say? Yeah. I want like my mum had one, and she could. But she got it for the Wii Fit board. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Wii Fit Again, board. That was. I love Nintendo. The way they always try and bring out these innovations. It doesn't always work. But just trying to get people fit and healthy, I think it needs to be commended. Those as same well. people wouldn't buy a Switch though. <sighs> wouldn't no, they right. possibly the Joy-Cons are arguably motion they are motion plus you can move around with it and yeah. stuff um, hold that thought alright hold that thought because let's go back let's go back to the Rocky analogy some of the old ones <laughs> no yeah because we're talking about quality and obviously we've gone there PS1 now I suppose we're on chronologically PS1 okay. and the Saturn let's do them together alright All right. of the two both released around the same time both mm. very similar consoles yeah what kind of comparative re- legacies are those two going to leave? Well, I mean, the, the fact the PlayStation brand is still around now. There's one. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Sony are like king of the gaming world. Um, it's hard for me. I love both. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, wow, what kind of legacy is the Saturn? 
It's madness, isn't it? The P- PS1 again was revolutionary. That yeah. that that's yeah. the kind of legacy it leaves because it was like right, was, games don't yeah. have to be two D. Mm. Games can look three D. Was it the you know? first really successful CD based console? Do you think? Yes, it was. Wasn't it was it? the first was, commercially successful one. Yeah, yeah. You, think you had CDI, 3DO. They were not successes. Yeah. No, because um, they, I think they went too much down the FMV route. Yeah, those. Whereas the PlayStation was yeah. like, yeah, we can utilize the CD as a larger storage yeah. you know, space for games, but we'll give you 3D games. We won't. Let, we'll let you actually take. You know, the PlayStation was having like you know the center being the center of the action. I think gaming was drifting. To just being a passenger, wasn't it? Well, if you look at a lot of those FMV games, yeah, like what Age was saying before about the first, second mover advantage. Mm. I I remember I've seen stuff online uh, on YouTube uh, from the time. A lot of people in the games industry thought that FMV, they thought that's where that's what people wanted. That's where the future of gaming lie. I mean, you know, think about stuff like Night Trap and things like that, like interactive movies, Burn Cycle and whatnot. They thought that's what was going to be the next thing, a big thing in gaming. They were wrong. And obviously Sony saw that. Well, yeah. And realised. Origin right. Systems saw it before, arguably. Origin <laughs> Systems, <laughs> of course, and Bioforge, yeah. <laughs> Let's get back to our Bioforge podcast. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, th- so that, 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 I think that's, you know, we kind of grasped, you know, we're going to make things 3D, we're going to use yeah. the CD storage. That's the kind of legacy that, the PlayStation, obviously, you know, what happened next. The PS2 is undoubtedly, a, a, you know, oh, yeah. it's left a crazy legacy that it, you know, if you look at the genre of games on the PS2, all of those are carried on to this day pretty much. Yeah. yeah. In the same kind of format with just better graphics. That's yeah. What, yeah. that's the kind that, of legacy yeah. that the PS2 has left. Yeah. At their basic, most basic level, they're the same kind of games. Yeah. It's madness, the first it? sandbox open world games were on the PS2. Yeah. You know, when you think about like third person action games, even really like that was where first person shooters on console really took off. Yeah, we had them before. We yeah. had GoldenEye and stuff mm. like that, but it was all very rough around the edges. Yeah. Um, then your Medal of Honor you know, came you, about. You knew, you knew if you wanted to play about. FPS, you really had to do it on PC. Yeah. yeah, but GoldenEye though. But I love it. No, I know, but the GoldenEye is great for multiplayer. N sixty four. That's why again, it's great. I kind of skip past yeah, N sixty four. Yeah. yeah, I think it's a bad rap sometimes. I love the N sixty four just because of the video out. It's because the, the games all look blurry now. They do look they? blurry, but they look blurry then. But they look the blurry fun then, factor. Yeah. Wow, yeah. fun factor. You know, I love it. It's just a fun console. The legacy that the N sixty four will leave is just. Just great, you know. It's another one. Um, Get your mates around. Talking about yeah, killing with a gold, four, gold four, gun. Yeah, four controller, ports. four player, and it, I think it's another console. Oh yeah, it's back to my point about the 3DO. It's um, it has more games than the 3DO, obviously, <laughs> but I don't think really there is a huge number of truly great N64 games. No, because no, but you, you're it right. It has a smaller library of great ones. Do you know what I mean? Yep. It doesn't have. Um, the depth of library. When we were trying to work out the other the day, of library what, yeah, what should somewhere. be on an N64 Mini, we couldn't come up with many. No, we, we fell really. short. We started putting games on there that... But some of them... Just because they were games we could think of. Yeah. You know? Yeah. All right, fair enough. That but doesn't diminish how good the ones Some of those top games are, are unbelievably un- 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 
innovative and I'll I know, argue, I know your face is because obviously Aid's favourite <laughs> game of all time is on the N64 Ocarina of Time is on there you know and I'm not I've not played it so I can't you know but <laughs> Would you even the not? games that are great games are great games all yeah. I'm saying is it's library as a whole Does... isn't as deep as a PS1 even yeah okay I appreciate that I actually yeah, just I in terms of that. numbers mm. you might even say the best games on the N64 are better than the best games on the PS1 you might say 100% that. I would say There's that it's just not as <laughs> you might say that but there's just not <laughs> as many good games there's not as many yeah. good games that's all I'm saying but do you think actually the best games on a console can almost Ooh. equal it being a legacy console almost the games itself because I am thinking like Ocarina of Time so revolutionary so amazing yeah. one of the best games ever made in my opinion of all time in a weird way that just almost pushed the console beyond its limits and it, it opened the game uh, the genre up again to other areas so maybe we could argue that is there certain games yeah because if the console isn't powerful enough yeah to have these games on it oh but that's it I think I, I, I mean it's, I'm open and honest about it I'm not a massive fan of the N64 mm. but all you have to do to say well is the, does the N64 did the N64 leave a legacy is say Ocarina of Time Mario, Mario 64, 64 yeah. Goldeneye, yeah. um, and Mario Kart 64. That's it. Whether, and I, no, I know you prefer Diddy Kong Racing, but what I'm saying in terms, in terms of leaving a legacy, yeah. you only have to list four games and, yeah. and you can't really argue with that. You can't really, like, can you? Oh yeah. Okay. Those are landmark yep, games. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So landmark games. So it Do doesn't have to be depth of library, Ooh. does it? So I, <laughs> doesn't have to be depth of library. Ah. If you've what got kind of, a few you know, truly so brilliant games. You're telling enough. me Rocky should have just been one film all, all along then? <laughs> yeah. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying now. <laughs> what am I saying? Um, one thing we've overlooked in our little sort of back backlog of um, consoles is handheld gaming. Yeah, true that. True what that. handheld consoles are, oh, have left I a think substantial you had a legacy? I long chat about that recently. We did. <laughs> we did. The Game Boy is an obvious one. Yeah. The Game Boy is an obvious one. The, all the iterations of the Game Boy after, what kind of legacies do they leave? Do they really leave any kind of? I legacy? don't know. They were just a step on, weren't they? If you, you know, the game mm. like because again, I'm still blown away. I didn't realize how big a seller the Game Boy Advance was. Yeah. Mm. Um, but that yeah, was the next. That, that was the next step to the DS, and look how massive that was. That's massive. Yeah. You know, whereas because really, let's be honest, Nintendo, the handheld market has belonged to Nintendo oh, since yeah. forever. Yeah. So why did the other ones fall by the wayside? Why? Yeah. What was wrong with the links? What was wrong well, with the Game Gear? What was you know? It was it innovated color. You can't deny that. And everyone, every console is color now. Obviously. Yeah. So maybe they they deserve credit. I think links became came before the Game Gear, right? Am I talking wrong? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the links was I think maybe the, potentially the first. I know there was um oh there was another Japanese one, wasn't there? I forgot what it's called. But I think I'm going to say. In this, in, in the Western world, yeah, the Atari Lynx was the first color, yeah, handheld cartridge based. Right. Yeah, I saw a Lynx the other day at a cat. Yeah. I was at a, 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 a zoo and I saw a Lynx. Oh, oh Greg you said you were at like, a zoo. Yeah, <laughs> in the street. Yeah, so there you go. I didn't see a Jaguar wow. that day. I saw you a were cheetah. Like, oh, do I need to change the capacitors on that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but they're funny looking cats actually. There you go. I think with with handheld <laughs> consoles is more difficult, isn't it? They don't yeah. the DS and uh, you know two DS, three DS. Are they going to leave much of a legacy? Hmm. I think the two the the two DS it will. I, I think it will. All right, so we're up, we're up to sort of modern day gaming yeah. now. So the second part of Dan's 
question was what kind of current day future consoles yeah. would leave a legacy. See, that's difficult now because I think we're at a point where it's just... The it's ne- plateaued, isn't it, a bit? Yeah, and also I think the next console is just the next step because the, mm. the, the Nintendo stuff with the handhelds is a good example. Maybe not so much a legacy, but it's just the lineage from Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game mm. Boy Advance, mm. DS, 3DS, Wii U with the handheld bit and the Switch. Yeah. Is, is that, it's both. Mm-hmm. It's both, and but that you know, and that is is as far advanced as we've got in terms of handheld consoles. And yeah. in, I mean, the Vita is basically a PS3 in your hand. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of just lineage. And so now, if the PS5 comes next, if the Xbox, I don't know what it's going to be called, comes next, <laughs> it's not really. Oh, look at the legacy the PS4 left. Yeah. Um, it's just the next step in the technology. It's plateauing now, I think. And I, I think, think what you'll have then is you will just be looking back at rather than the impact the console itself had, you'll just look back and go, these were the great games for this console. Mm. Whereas what we're talking about with some of the older consoles, it it is more the machine itself as well as the games. Definitely. You know? Uh, Now, I mean, I'd be hard-pressed to give you any kind of specs about current-gen consoles and and the difference between How many bits are there in my (laughs) PS4, How many bits are my PS4? Do the math. Do the math. Many, many, many bits. There's no... We've got to the point now where they're just, uh, like, sort of limited PCs in there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. They're actually not. Yeah. yeah. Games, they're just, they're PCs in there. Just, yeah, they are really. They've got disk drives, they've, they go connect on the internet, they have processors, they have everything that, you know, their architecture is just like PCs. They're not, they're not games consoles as, no, I mean, it, it, this is where we turn into granddad mode, but look at the times we're living in. When we were playing on our Mega Drive, when I was playing with my Mega Drive or my Master System, we had one phone in the house and I had to put my finger in a little round hole and then move the thing around <laughs> and let go, put it next, not ring. Oh, yeah, yeah ring. Yeah. That was yeah. the phone. The phone I have now with my PS4 in the living room is also like a mini supercomputer in my pocket <laughs> yeah, that true. can do literally anything. Yeah. You know, these are the times we're in. So yeah. the notion of a games console is yeah. almost like it's almost the nails. It's, it's almost gone, gone, isn't it? Gone. Almost gone. It'll be streaming games. It'll be streaming games. Will you ever actually own any of it? Who knows? The legacy of the PS4, the Xbox One, they might be the last. They might be well, the last. In a way, C- that's the legacy based. based. Yeah, they might be the last DVD based. Blu-ray based. Huh? Blu-ray, Blu-ray based. based sorry, <laughs> might, we might be the last ones that use optical media. Blu-ray based optical. That's it. So they might be the last optical media based consoles. Yeah. They might be the last. Consoles as we know them, really. Do you know what makes me sad? Nintendo yeah. might have a trick up their sleeve. They always try to innovate, don't they? They're, I think the Switch, right? Yeah. Okay, so the Switch. Because I, I wanted you to park your thoughts about the Switch. So right, I, think, yeah. I think maybe we can kind of handbrake on, handbrake on, and kind of bring things to a close with the Switch. Yeah, that has an incredibly innovative, yes, thing that you've got there. I say thing because <laughs> yeah. I suppose it's 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 a console. It's, it's a, not. It, yeah. It's it's less computer like than yeah. the other ones. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it runs off cartridges, doesn't it? It or does. Flash. Don't put me in your mouth, by the way. It tastes disgusting. They put like, a, have you heard about this? What? There's a coating around the cartridges because they're quite small, so they're trying to uh, to turn. Works just make kids spit them out if they accidentally. Yeah. Wow. They, they've got yeah. Never put the cartridge in your I mouth. Didn't know that. I mean, I wasn't gonna. Do they taste bad? I haven't tried it myself. But apparently, it tastes disgusting. The games are so expensive. There's no way I would accidentally try and eat it. <laughs> yeah. 
But then, kid, if you're a kid, you're like, oh, that's like they're a only nice that, sweet. They're only that big. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're tiny, tiny aren't they? Our, our listeners can't see that, but yeah, they're pretty small. <laughs> I was showing Dale. Size of a stamp. They're as big as two DS games, aren't they? Like yeah. Vita games. Oh, but, yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. Now, I'm, I'm a fan of the Switch because I think it's... I was thinking, actually, it's not really on the point of this podcast, but with Nintendo, Nintendo uh, launching the Switch, they kind of shot themselves in the foot in the handheld market. They can't yeah. really make a new 3DS, can they? No, because they've already the done a handheld like better so thing. Th- those two areas now blur into one. So in a way, that's innovative, isn't it? Home computer, mm-hmm. home console, and um, uh, oh yeah, that you can't argue. That's that is innovation. But if we're talking about legacies and mm. live and leaving things to later consoles, mm-hmm. is that the future of consoles? Uh, arguably, because people like we're, we're traveling further. They like to play games on the go. Uh, the Switch is pretty bulky, you know, bigger than a mobile phone, let's be honest. But you could argue that could be the future, couldn't it? Something in your hand you can take around with you. Like like Keith said about your smartphone earlier, mm. it won't be that long till a smartphone can just do what the Switch does. Let's be blunt. I'm not happy about that, but it's probably true. Yeah. Yeah, so, so that, that's in a way. might yeah. be that it might improve mobile gaming. Yeah, and actually apparently that's what Nintendo are going to get into more, more mobile gaming. Yeah. They're going to launch more games on mobiles, which I'm not particularly happy about. I rather mobiles they, are getting so powerful now. I, I get, mean, yeah, I rather they. F- I love their consoles. I'm a massive Nintendo sucker. You know that. <laughs> um, it'd be sad if the Switch is the last console. Truthfully, I hope it's not. It's weird times, isn't it? Mm, we talk weird. about all of these, <sighs> yeah. these you know, consoles leaving legacies. We're at Can a point. We're at a point in in history now. Where there may not be much of a legacy to leave. Yeah. Well, when we this get to... may be the kind of the end of <laughs> gaming as we know it. So <laughs> when you talk, you know, this whole this whole podcast could be moot because well, your when we podcast get to episode... is moot. <laughs> when we get to episode twenty thousand and fifty-two, we'll be talking about how the Google <laughs> left the legacy. Good old Google and their gaming. Craziness. Google trashed gaming as it was <laughs> and just made sure everyone could play current gen games just by owning one thing yeah. and just stream it. It might be brilliant, but I'm not sure if I really like the idea. We're sentimental about these kind of things. We so are. We'll always, for kids now, they'll lap it up because they can get... They'll see oh, they just... They don't, they, t- efficient. they don't know they're bored. They don't know kids they're Kids these days. No, but it's true. <laughs> it's true, like with Netflix and YouTube. It's oh, just... They can so watch, accessible. They can watch Everything whatever they want at the press of a button. Do you remember yeah. that? We've had to tape it. Quickly. We had to wait like a week to see yeah. the next episode. Yeah. Games Masters on TV Games Channel Masters 4. Run on, home. Yeah. yeah. Once a week. Or was it on once a week? I think it's on Friday. Once a week. Friday, a week, once a week. Yeah. It's so different. And, that, and it is. And games. I had to wait till Christmas or my birthday. Yep. Mm-hmm. Even, even in like Saturn days, I remember if I was getting Street Fighter Alpha 2 for my birthday. Would have been... 14th or 15th birthday Uh and I remember I I had like a copy of the Sega Saturn (laughs) magazine and it had like the review or preview of it or something and Uh I'm just reading those pages over and over again like I was so excited I had to wait I had to wait for it Um, I know and it was you know and when I got it it was amazing but now everything is so instant Everything is. So I suppose now we we get into a you could get into a bigger discussion about society as a whole (laughs) but it is it's, it's gaming is so different now so different. We we hop back to the old times, don't yeah. we? Yeah, I think this is what Sega wanted, isn't it? The old Sega Channel and instant access online to games. And, uh, so, you, so basically, Sega's ruined game. Is that what you're saying? Sega, this you know, we you know we, we actually Jaguar or Atari ever doing that sort of stuff. We talk you? a lot about Sega. 
But that's funny that it's kind of come to fruition. Yeah, it's it taken seems. a long time, obviously. From when and they the were streaming first services and downloading stuff. And mm. It's, it's going to be the future. I think the next consoles won't have, like you said, CDs. There'll be no cartridges for anything. It'll just be downloadable or streaming it. I don't, I don't. Yeah. It's, a, it's, it's just like the whole thing of, you know, if I download a game, do I really own it? Mm. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I've Do got, I really I've got a lot of Steam what? games, mm. but it never really clocks in my head that I own these games. I, I, I've got a lot of Steam games I bought and downloaded for free, or whatever you know, whatever it you is. You own yeah. those. Yeah. I, I own them, but it doesn't feel like. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. When I see and it, it's in your hands, releases endorphins. Just yeah, looking yeah. at my, my collection, when I see that I've got a lot of Jaguar games. You know, checking out all my lovely Mega Drive games. It, I don't even have to play them, but just. Just looking at my no, list of that's, Steam, that's nothing. part of why we do it. Yeah, it is part of it. It is part of why we do it. We're all grown ups. We've all got jobs, kids, families, responsibilities. Not enough yeah. time to play games as much mm-hmm. as we want. But just having the games, having the consoles. I mean, that, again, that's another kind of podcast why we yeah. do it and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, a list yeah. on your PC or a list on the computer. That's what's going to happen now. It's it's gaming like, is going to uh, be lists, comparing lists. Just, just compa- oh. Let's see Boring. your collection. All right, yeah, I'll just send you a screenshot. Yeah, here's the screenshot. <laughs> here we go. Oh, not, not like, like not like there won't even there'd be no need to bother with like artwork to go with the game. Mm-hmm. You know, even now with, when you buy a PS4 game, there's no manual. Yeah, there's no, no manual. instruction manual. No. When you when you buy a Switch game, you have to go online. <laughs> you buy a Switch mm-hmm. game. It's in the smallest box ever. They look quite smart, but you open it. And there's, there seems like there should be a space for a manual. There's no manual in no, there. It's, it's just, just one in little the middle. Thing. It's this tiny yeah, little cartridge. I know. Oh. I like. I do like the. I do like the boxes for Switch. They're phasing it out. The thing, like I think we mentioned the manual, oh. the manual thing in other podcasts yeah. the other day. But they're phasing that the kind of gaming as we know it out. So, like I said, God of Legacies. Mm. Or kind of it's less, funny because yeah. like we were attached to games. It, it, so I've got. We're, we're here in my front room. I've got a smallish selection of Blu-rays on film. Uh, mm. Films on Blu-ray. At streaming films and watching films on Netflix or, or wherever, that doesn't really bother me as much. Mm-hmm. I do think to myself, it's quite a good space saver. Yeah, There's certain true. films I like to own physically, but don't really need to. Yeah. I don't yeah, have the same, yeah, I don't, whereas with the games, I have much more of a, a feeling of mm. wanting to have the physical copies. Yeah. Like, yeah, I could just download it, but I would like to have this physical copy. It's yeah. funny that, isn't it? Really funny. Well, don't, you don't fit. And even with people now, if you want to carry that further with music. Yeah. Yes, there are some weird people like me that collect vinyl, but in terms of your <laughs> c- CDs, I literally can't remember the last time I bought a CD. Oh my God. It was and we're all big music fans. Yeah. I listen to Spotify every single day, yeah. all day, every day. doesn't bother me. I don't really think, oh, I yeah. wish I'd bought this CD. Yeah. But with games, I don't know. Something's different. Games is going to go that way, man. I know. Sp- games on Spotify. Talking about Spotify, we're, we're on Spotify now, don't forget. We're nice. on Spotify, guys. Sign up for us. Nice. <laughs> yeah. like if you'd it. rather listen to listen us on Spotify, when well, we don't have to change the file name and to, to get <laughs> yeah. it on there, yeah. Uh, yeah, we based. can listen to the, the, the newest episode on Spotify. That's right, yeah. Yes. Can you even subscribe to podcasts on Spotify? Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can okay, follow. I think you follow uh, them. It apparently. all looks very snazzy as well on Spotify. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, yeah, guys. Nice complete, segue, by the way. Complete segue, even more segue, but if you ever get a chance to give us a little review on iTunes, it'd be brilliant. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> we haven't asked people for our uh, AIDS on a PR mission. <laughs> we are. AIDS on a bit of a. Should we be cheeky? I don't this, you may say this is a bad idea, but should we maybe list our top three consoles slash computers that we think we class personally as well, legacy? Go in the legacy bucket. Shall we? Just, but we've got our own little Go on then. Bucket. Three legacy buckets to finish the podcast. Go on then. Do, do I start? Three I'm a little scared. All right, I think, okay, fine. 
person personal to you? Personal to me. So listeners well, can shout. At is me this right just going to turn into three favorite consoles of all time? No, no, Keith. No, just legacy. Just leaving legacy. legacy. So okay. I'm not yeah. going to include the Jaguar. So there. <laughs> <laughs> um, number one, not not in any particular order. So one, two, and three can be any order. But I think the Amiga. For me, goes you know, in there. No the Amiga's not a console. Okay. Take it's it out of the bucket. <laughs> Already void. <laughs> so I think the Amiga. <laughs> <laughs> wrong hands. The Amiga. For, the Amiga for me, purely because it really, you know, really gave PC gaming the real kick up the 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 area uh, deserved. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, also, I think actually, yeah, I'm going to go with. Um, I'm thinking now. I think the the. PlayStation 1 has to be the first proper CD based console. Actually amazing, really, I have to say. And the third place, not necessarily third in the list, uh, for me, I think I'm going to go for a bit slightly controversial, but I'm going to, I'm going to sort of be a bit controversial. I'm going to say the N64 purely because the, the small quality of games is so high that it really sort of pushed certain genres to whole new directions and just the fun of it. And I've always got a soft spot for the N64, so slight bias there. But quite free random answers there. There you go. Nice, nice. Keith? Um, I'm going to stick Master System because after our little discussion earlier, oh. yeah, I kind of, cause it, one, because of the personal legacy for me, it's the, it's the console that got me into gaming. Mm. And also, yeah, the legacy that it's left, you know, in Brazil. Mm-hmm. That's, I think that's amazing. I love that. You know, it's a different kind it's of legacy. Like nine, ten minutes. I can't remember. I don't know. Yeah, the fact that it still yeah. lives on through tech toy out there, I think, is fantastic. Yeah. So, for those two reasons, the master system goes into my my Fair bucket, enough. my bucket of happiness. <laughs> um, ooh, uh, well, and a PS PS two definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not PS one purely because of some of the revolutionary things it did, the backwards compatibility, the mm. DVD player, mm. the sheer diversity of its library. And yeah. just, I mean, we, you know, listen to our PS2 podcast yeah. for why. <laughs> yeah, um, that's true. PS2. <sighs> Third spot. Third. That's tough. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to, th- this one, I'm going to say, and it's not, I've never owned one. I didn't even play one that much. Mm-hmm. The NES, the oh, NES. I, I I just think for what it did to save gaming, particularly yeah, in I America, said, yeah, the influence it had on uh, probably like two generations of American kids. I don't think without that console, retro gaming is what it is now. Mm-hmm. I think it's you can't kind of overstate it. Yeah, yeah. Super Mario yeah. Brothers well said, again. Yeah. Not a big Mario fan, not a big Nintendo fan, but I just think you can't deny. The legacy mm-hmm. of that console, so they're they're my three. One more, one for more personal reasons. The PS2 for kind of modern re- gaming reasons, and the NES because I don't think we're sitting here talking about games without it. So mm-hmm. good on you. Keith. There's my three. There you good go. answer. Keith kind of stole my thunder there with the NES. Though. Oh, did I? Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> man. Um, the NES has to go in the the yeah. legacy. The the leaving a, a big legacy yeah, bucket, really. Yeah. I mean, you know, the control pad, uh, the peripherals around it, um, the, how it saves gaming. Oh, yeah, true. You know, yeah, fair point. You know, uh, it's, you know, that's standard. The PS1, I think, has to yeah. go in there as well, just just because of the the leap, the yeah. leap, because, you know, we were, we were in that 2D space and, you know, they really took it, it. The games look bad now. We've said this a few times. The, the ones that actually try to attempt fully 3D rather than the pre-rendered 
sort of you know sprite skating no, not things. all of them not all of them not I mean you can say look yeah. bad I mean yeah obviously you're, you're making the differentiation between like the way they do Resident faces Evil 2 yeah the way they do still. faces and things yeah with faces the, but, you, but when a game's as great as like Metal Gear Solid you forget that their faces aren't moving during the cutscenes. Yeah, of course you do. And also, the, you know, the backgrounds and everything in Metal Gear Solid or even Dino Crisis, which is all 3D rendered. Mm. Um, you know, they're rough, but they don't look terrible. Mm, do they? I don't think. Yeah, okay. I don't think they we look still terrible. Look, they, they, I, know, they I think nice some, I, think, I know you're not because you love the PS1. Mm. I think sometimes people are overly harsh about how bad some of the they're games look. Yeah. Some of them do look rough. I think the release early of the days. Yeah. But the that release of the PlayStation Classic hasn't hasn't sort of helped that argument. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. It, what, for what it did, you know, that step it took up into yeah. you know proper CD based game. Definitely, yeah, hundred percent. It's 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 undeniable. Um, and then the third spot, I suppose it's it's really you know I, I think a, a big legacy of of gaming is the console wars. Oh, so the last spot is kind of shared between. I think the two 16-bit giants. I think for me, you you got you got to share it with the Mega Drive, the Genesis, and the bending the rules again. I'm bending. I love <laughs> four consoles in Dill's bucket. I love bucket. bending rules because. To be fair, your first two have been in our bucket, so that's fair. Yeah. So you can. Thanks, man. Thanks. <laughs> Just to sort of uh, go full circle, then those two went the distance, didn't they? They went the distance. They do. Yeah, Rocky would be proud of them because if you're talking about <laughs> lifespan, yeah, I mean the. The Dreamcast was almost very nearly in my legacy thing because yeah. of, you know, yeah. um, sort of the, the, the you know, the, the picture, mm-hmm. the, the video output of the thing, um, the internet compatibility, you know, all of that stuff now, that's the kind of legacy that the Dreamcast mm, is. Yeah, but yeah. the kind of the impact on gaming as a whole between that and the Mega Drive and the SNES console wars, come on, you know. Who's, I don't think it's yeah. No, who's it's who though? Close, which it? console's Rocky? Which is Apollo Creed? <laughs> I don't know. Oh crikey! I don't know. Who I don't know. It's different. Champion? You can't. You can't because that's a different story, isn't it? Yeah, that that's was like, like that's like the old champion mm. being replaced by oh, yeah, the, the new guy. It's not the not the same. It's fair enough. The Mega Drive and the SNES went blow for blow, and that that kind of legacy is, you know, that story will be told throughout time. I think even when. Gaming consoles have, you know, stopped being a thing. Retro gamers, when we're old and in nursing homes and that, <laughs> and we'll still be talking about the console wars and mm. how, you know, Sega and Nintendo were going, you know, tit for tat. Well, it still, it still continue to, to this day to an extent. I mean, because without that com, that kind of spirit of competition, there's, cause there's, you know, yeah, you get a natural competition when companies yeah. are in the same market. Mm. I mean, Nate's obviously more of an expert on this than me, but. That kind of constant desire to outdo the competition, 100%. you know. Whereas otherwise, you would just have you would have companies who made video games, yeah, yeah. But they would have just made them and hope people bought them. No, yeah, yeah, they weren't pushed by the competition mm-hmm. to to keep, you know. Yeah, right. Right now, we're in we're the the video game industry is still oligopolistic. So it's like three main players. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. The day it becomes a duopoly or even a monopoly would be a bad thing because you're right, to, uh, Keith. Um, yeah. Competition yields innovation. Innovation yields new ideas. New mm. ideas yep. yields legacy. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We really hope you enjoyed it. If you want to get in touch regarding this week's episode or anything else 
You can tweet us at ArcadeAttackUK, at KeithBarlow82 and at Arcade underscore Adriano. We're also on Facebook at Facebook.com slash ArcadeAttackUK. Please check out our website at arcadeattack.co.uk for lots of retro gaming goodness, interviews, reviews, features, top 10s, etc. And you can also find all our previous podcasts there. Our podcasts are available to stream from the website and are available to download for free from Stitcher, Podbean and iTunes, where you can also leave us a review and a rating, which we would really, really appreciate. So until next time, take care and we'll speak to you soon.